Number 7 Media Production. Welcome to the Biz Crush podcast series where I interview successful South African entrepreneurs and movers and shakers in order to extract practical advice on succeeding in business and life. I'm your host, Jacques Besson. Workplace productivity is commonly assessed by evaluating the influence an employee has on the business and its stakeholders, explains Marie Hayser, HR Director of Porcupine Union. Porcupine Union is the company specializing in providing user-friendly HR technology, HR systems and innovations to diverse industries and part of the King Price group of companies. According to Hayser, Despite the potential support from artificial intelligence and recruitment technology, it can never entirely substitute human interaction. She emphasizes difficulty of creating... According to Hayser, despite the potential support from artificial intelligence in recruitment technology, it can never entirely substitute human interaction. She emphasizes the difficulty of creating a system that is both straightforward and user-friendly for both managers and employees. Ladies, good morning. Um, thank you so much for your time. I mean, we, we spoke earlier and I thought that it would be an absolute sin not to talk about your business and what you, especially the group. Fascinating business, uh, amazing opportunities, but please introduce yourself and Let's delve a bit deep into to, uh, the business side of things. I'm Lindsay Nell, and I work as an HRMA specialist for Porcupine Union. And we offer a service, a support service, in terms of HR um, technology and innovations. Right, so we'll delve a bit deep as to what that entails. My name is Marie Hazer and I'm the HR Director for Porcupine Union and also the Group HR Partner for the King Price Insurance Group. So how does that all fit in? I mean, obviously give us some background as to King Price. I mean, that's a, it's a unique business again that fits into a bigger model. So give us a bit of background and then we'll, we'll discuss Porcupine Union in more detail. We started approximately 12 years ago, the King Price Group, with Mergon being a major investor in the company. And 12 years later, it's a huge success story, employing uh, approximately 1,400 staff. And the King Price Group now has uh, approximately 11 entities. Wow. Yes. So That's the, all 12 years already. Yes, 12, 12 years, years later. later. 100%. And, and, and what, what, what's the nature of those entities? Again, it's a strategic acquisition. So I mean, is there a method in the madness? Yes, there's been uh, the life insurance company has been an acquisition. Stangen has been brought over to, be, to become King Price Living or King Price Life, so that we also have a life insurance, long-term insurance component that complements the short-term insurance component of our business. So the majority... Yes, 100%. We have King Price Agri as well. Um, so the majority of the entities are insurance uh, companies, but Porcupine Union is the only entity that focuses on service delivery. That is not an insurance company. Uh, so basically, we also have a company in um, Denmark, EasySure. That is an insurance company. But more specifically, back to Porcupine Union. So we are looking... Uh, to go into the UK domain, 
with our labor market and also with our skill sets, we currently have Basileia. Basileia Investment Holdings is currently the investment company that's part of the group in the UK. So um, Pocketline Union will play a significant role in terms of uh, skills and the international market. Okay, so let's, let's, let's talk about the Pocketline Union. So again, what exactly does it do as, as, a, as, a, as a business unit on a day-to-day -day basis? What are those services that are provided to, to the other uh, uh, 10 companies in the group? Is that right? 11 total, yes. 10? Um, so yeah, just, just give us a bit more background as to what the day-to-day -day operations. So from uh, HR perspective, we provide the HR support um, function and we offer the services of recruitment. We offer the services of uh, HR system which is HR technology and it's very innovative because it gives you that opportunity to have everything in one system. So you've got your human resource capital in one system and you've got your payroll system in one system, which is combined. And, and, that, and that sounds like that's a, a, a big deal. Why, 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 is that, why is that a big deal? It's bespoke. So there's a lot of copy and paste systems in the market where you have to fit into their box. We build our own box. It is designed for streamlined, easy uh, processes. Less is more, extremely simple mm. processes. Um, so that's basically the goal. And the HR department is so small. We're like 10 people in total. So the system allows us to stay a small niche HR department. And how many employees are in those 10 companies? So what, what 1,400. It's 1,400 yes. run by effectively 10 departments, 10. Yes. What, what is the, what, what, how, how, how was it developed? How did you get to the point where you said, okay, we, we need to combine this? I mean, obviously bespoke, I appreciate it, but again, is it just you've got so many standalone offerings out there? And why, why HR and, and, and payroll? Why is that a, so we've got different companies and what's nice about a system, it gives everyone common ground mm. to go into one place, get everything in a one-stop place. Mm. And it gives that um, user friendliness as well. So it focuses on the user. And what's nice is you've got one stop where you can go look for your policies, you can go look at your own profile. And what makes us different is we focus on the users. We focus on the managers that use it. We focus on the employees that use it. So the simpler the system, the better. So you've got a lot of systems out there that is very complicated. Our system is very easy. It's very intuitive. And that is what we focus on with our system. And, and would you, I mean, what is best in class there, out there? The fact that you even now already have a UK customer and we'll get into that in a minute. I mean, South Africa, I know our labor environment, labor law is tricky, right? So I guess if you're going to, uh, you know, yes. uh, develop your muscles, your HR muscles, this is a, this is a good place. Yeah, and we already uh, had to acquaint ourselves with the UK labor laws. So if we are servicing a client in UK, we have to comply with UK tax, employee tax, UK labor legislation, etc. So it's exciting for us because we don't want to just box ourselves into the South African labor law market and the rules. We want to know what's going out there, the UK, the EU, um, not to limit ourselves to just one country's labor law. 
That's so great. Is it the same? Is the same challenge in the UK? I mean, do you again do you have these different, um, uh, you know, idea of products? Like the UK again, it's not a. I mean, the, the guys do their thing. I mean, from a tech standpoint, it's not a Mickey Mouse economy and and, and businesses. But yet you've found a. A UK customer, so obviously there's significant value that you're bringing to the table. So we're all bringing value. And what makes our system so nice is we're not limited to one country. You create a system that you can use across border. You find the common ground. What does that country need? What does our country need? And then you use the same principles on the system. So that is what makes our product unique. And where every other products you can't customize them our product we can customize which makes us um, stand out with our product it, it sounds again when you start looking at bigger companies multinationals is where it really it's going to come into its own when you start comparing since you've got a central point and we'll get to to the home base the central essential points of capturing data is 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 that the, the i mean the opportunity that a lot of multinationals have independent communicating HR departments or, you know, that they, they... I think the most important part of the system is the end result, the data, the data analytics, the reporting, because that's what you want. And the more accurate the data that is fed into the system, garbage in, garbage out yes. philosophy applies, it allows people and decision makers to make better informed decisions because we can very easily uh, uh, pull a report. Uh, in data intelligence, that's a major focus for us. So uh, all the reports are automated. So what, what, do you, what can you pull out of this? I show all types of HR statistics mm -hmm. that are critically important to decision-making, board reports, uh, monthly management reports, quarterly board reports, annualized HR reports, um, like staff turnover and growth, um, all types of uh, salary brackets, salary differentials, um, job titles, internal transfers, promotions, all that type of staff movements are captured in the system and by the press of a button, uh, reports can be generated versus struggling with an Excel spreadsheet. And we're also looking at automating the commission structures, but that is a future joint venture with the sales department. But it's automating all the internal business processes to streamline it. And it's actually more difficult to make something simple. Mm, absolutely. I think it was uh, one of my favorite quotes. I think it was Steve Jobs' favorite quote. It was dementia. Simplicity is, is the ultimate sophistication. That's our philosophy. So imagine you're a manager and you want to report and you go through 500, 600 lines of Excel um, documents and so on. You don't want that. You want a dashboard where you can see your information mm -hmm. at one glance. And that is what we are busy developing. So instead of having uh, one or five reports for your absenteeism, we can give you a dashboard and you can quickly compare everything Gosh. with the Gosh. dashboards. What, what about recruitment? How does, where does that fit in? What are the opportunities? And because and, and, I find that still um, in the 21st century is very primitive. Yeah. I think uh, someone pointed out to me once that um, a job description uh, actually needs it's a personality and start put a personality to the job description go and find a personality out there human being that matches it just as an example of, of which and again that's maybe 
two percent of companies that do that. So what what are the opportunities? What can you see with recruitment and and, and, and so we have a talent system. management division and we have a very skilled talent manager that works on recruitment and the sourcing of uh, suitable candidates. She's got a very intelligent screening process, unique, that she's following. Also video interviews is now a strong thing versus just submitting a paper interview because there you can see the person's personality. Mm versus reading a, a, a Word doc or a PDF. So, and we make use of very cost-effective methods of recruiting. So basically, I think our philosophy is we'll rather hire someone with the right attitude because you can train skill. Yes, yes. But if you can get both, that's first price, <laughs> of course. But a culture fits and the right attitude and aptitude is the most important thing that we look for. Um, your, in a person and the zest and the zeal that this person is bringing to the company uh, is very important. How is, I mean, so data, so as far as this technology, does it, we've got a complicated labor market, we know the realities and all that, what, what is the system, what are those one or two things that really, other than capturing data that makes day-to-day -day life of HR uh, department easier? And we are, we are using artificial intelligence in the recruitment technology as well. Um, it is a process because technology won't be able to replace everything. Humans and machines have to dance together in a symbiotic way. The one will always need the other. I think that's very important to remember. The human element is seen as a luxury nowadays because never lose touch of that. Nothing will replace human interaction. Technology is purely there to enhance the experience and to streamline processes and to enable employees and people to do more intelligent jobs. Focus on what's important. Yes, versus doing the paper pushing, the admin stuff that no one wants to do. Let the technology do that and let the people focus on the interesting yes. intellectual stuff that can never be replaced <clears throat> by technology. That's basically our uh, uh, viewpoint on technology. So, so coming back, how easy was it or difficult was it now to, to create a UK version? And again, let's talk about the future. So obviously, we've, uh, what is the UK opportunity? What, is, what, what does this business look like? Mm. Uh, how do you see the opportunities in the UK? And then outside of the UK, what would be that next, that second yes. and third markets that so they've got your eye on? We've hit on it. Um, Lindsay basically from the Netherlands, specifically because of her international human resource management oh. system experience. Because in order to become a human resource management system specialist, labor law, everything in HR is phase one. Yeah. We're taking everything to the next level. You must already know all the labor laws. You must already have 10 to 15 years work experience. And then you can apply your mind to become this type of specialist. Sure. So there's a lot involved in that, yeah. um, so specifically for that, I'm going to leave Lindsay to answer that question because of her expertise in the field. Uh, we, there's a lot of legal agreements that must be in place between countries, data processing agreements to fulfill the Poppy Act requirements, um, service level agreements between the various entities, and then obviously the technical setup to render this service successfully to, to an international client. Um, if you, it is definitely a challenge, otherwise everyone would be able to do it. However, Lindsay is an expert on that. So Lindsay, I'm gonna, if you just can highlight to them basically what it entails to do that. I 
think the biggest thing is the data privacy laws. So every country has their own set of um, laws. If you look at Europe, they've got GDPR. If you look at the UK, they've got their own um, data privacy laws. Thanks to Brexit, it's not the same as um, Europe. And then you've got South Africa's Poppy Act. So you've got to look at what fields you include in your system. And for each country, you've got to hide some fields because they're not relevant to that country, which is quite easy on a system. But the biggest thing is looking at what your customer requirements are, what are their needs, what do they need in the system, and what do they want to have out of the system. And all the overseas systems, they are very complicated to use. It's you've got to navigate from one screen to another screen to another screen to another screen just to submit it's a one. Spreadsheet. <laughs> it's basically it's basically maneuvering between screens. We don't do that. We've got a dashboard where you go in with a click of a button, you can do your um, transaction. You can submit your term terminations, for example, on the, on the system, which previously you could not do. And the system pulls it automatically through to payroll. So sure. it's that type of simplified versions. And I think the biggest challenge is to simplify a system. Mm not to make it complicated because if it's too complicated a user a manager won't use it and it won't be successful and and, and i want to touch on so there's two questions so it's coming back to the payroll component on this case termination you know stop mm -hmm. stop paying the salary um why why is payroll it sounds like that was a major bringing those two worlds together so why so why payroll is that is that such a big headache so that's the first question and second is how how is the uk company for example using it can you again because you have this data how are they using it in comparison with, with Lindsay, South Africa? i just want to hijack your answer for no a second and can continue the word payroll doesn't really exist in our department anymore so the whole concept that we're trying normally in some companies payroll can be part of the finance department no. normally in bigger companies it's part of the hr department um, in our company's part of the hr department but the word payroll is a dying word in our department because it's all an integrated process of human resource management system. We don't, have a, we don't have a payroll administrator in our team. There's not a job title linked to the word payroll because that's not what they do. It's they are human resource management system specialists automating all the processes for everything to seamless, seamlessly take place. It's just a a brain, brain dead, basically yeah. exercise. So there's no admin staff. The traditional payroll administrator job doesn't exist anymore in our team. Like the fourth and the fifth industrial re revolution job titles that you are probably familiar of. Um, yeah, we're right. moving to the next industrial revolution when it comes to that. Exactly. So, yeah, that's yeah, basically that's something we're very proud of. Yeah. I must say. And that, now I'm at, I said, now that you pointed out, I was like, yeah. That was very old school. But, you know, like, that makes sense. That actually makes sense because that's part of the resource management. Yes, and payroll is a very old school way of talking uh, yeah. about these things. We don't use that word anymore. People will refer to it and we will know what they are talking about. But it's, but it's not what it is anymore. It's a human resource management system integration fully from uh, employee recruitment onboarding, the employee's life cycle, 
eventually, and their whole experience with the company eventually when they leave the company. Sure. How are they using, how is the UK using your system in comparison with the South African market? So they will use the system on the same principle as the South African um, model. So they will be able to have the whole employee life cycle on their system, which would be great for them. And so again, because they don't have that one-stop shop, they don't have that... You sequel. can, yeah, so you can go, you can basically go from recruiting an employee on the system to onboarding that employee, to having um, them promoted, transferred, everything in the system, and then when it comes to that, terminating the employee. So it's basically a whole employee life cycle. And from that life cycle, we pull the HR data analytics, which allows business to make strategic business decisions. Okay, do you have practical examples of what might enable you or does enable you to do from, from a business strategy? So, for example, you've got somebody that um, applies for the position. They apply on the recruitment module. You get that employee's profile. You can see their work experience. You can see um, their qualifications, that type of thing. Then you go from the recruitment module, you employ that person. You can see where they start in the business and you can start looking at the movement within the business. So then you can um, also, when they terminate, you can see the reasons why they terminated. So you can see which department has the most new employees. You can see why um, they are leaving. What's the reasons for their leaving? Is it resignations? Is it dismissals? That type of thing. You can also see to which departments they are moving and you can see where in which department most of your experience and qualifications are lying. And even costs, again, and what are expensive departments? Well. Yeah, and you can look at your salary and your budgeting. And our system will eventually also allow you to do your um, budgeting and your personnel cost planning. So you can say, look, this department has budgeted for four people and they currently have three people, so there's one opening according to the budget that you can then complete and fill that position with. So you, you mentioned sales earlier as far as working on with the sales team with a commission, uh, let's call it technology product. How do you measure productivity? Is it? I mean, because that's that's a tricky one. I mean, we've got again, we've got ancient ways of earnings per head. Um, this sounds to me like this is a step in the right direction to truly measure productivity. Yeah, like this, basically just to, to tap into what Lindsay said, the system will be able to do like employee forecasts, etc. Because comparing the increase of stuff from one period to another and being able to compare different periods with each other because now you can benchmark five years ago this was the snapshot. Yes. In the last five years this is what happened. This is the trend. I think trend analysis is very important in terms of uh, making future decisions. Yes. So basically for us productivity is measured on the impact that an employee makes on the business the team and the stakeholders. It's the impact that you make because it's not the effort, it's the impact because you can make a, a huge effort with little impact. Yeah, it's like the, I always say the act of looking busy. Yes, busy with 
Preferably not encouraging competitive behavior in a team, but collaborative behavior. So that's a nice segue. Let's talk yes. about home base. I love your jacket. Thank you. Uh, we let's, reminded ourselves. <laughs> let's talk about that. So, and this competitiveness that we discussed beforehand. So yeah, give us a bit more. So home base, because of the various entities that's within the group with different corporate identities, we thought that the HR system must have a unique identity that brings everyone together regardless of which entity that you're employed in. It's your home base. Mm. Everyone belongs there. Neutral playground. So uh, it's but, both... But you manage gigs in, right? Always. <laughs> <laughs> Always. So home base basically is the employee life cycle brand. It's a registered trademark for human resource management services. The system is, has been trademarked as well. And um, we also launched a wine recently, and we're looking to develop other employee lifecycle products like the jackets, a wine, etc. Just to because at the end of the day we're working with people. Mm. So and again, it's part of again, it's it's, bring, it's the family. Like I said, it's yes. you're part of a family. Yes. And making sure that, uh, but again, it's it's what what I like about what you're doing is that it starts with this technology. Right. Yes, by the way, where does the, the and, where, and where does the name Porcupine? Why, where did that come from? By the way, that is very interesting. Uh, I don't think anyone is truly sure. I know there's a wine with a porcupine on it as well. Yes, yes. But yes. Uh, I think a porcupine is a very resilient little animal, mm. and uh, uh, it's true to South Africa. I think mm. I'm under correction here, yeah, but it's a proudly South African little tenacious, resilient animal. And I think that was what it was representing. Yes, yes. It's okay. very cool, it's very cool. So, so um, what's next for you guys? I mean, what do you look forward to 2024? I mean, obviously the UK is expanding. Is, is that the, 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 the objective, South Africa? What, so what are, let's say, what are the two things that's gonna happen in South Africa? And, and what are your international expansion plans? So me and Lindsay is working closely with uh, Sned and Morris attorneys on uh, employee, a global employee expansion program. So a lot of our efforts are going into that. Um, the details of that exercise is not clear. We're still busy with a feasibility study, but uh, the success rate l is looking like 90%, but obviously there's certain processes and steps that still needs to be followed. And based on the outcome of that, that will determine 2024 for us. So it's still a little bit of a blur, but we are positively optimistic um, in terms of this. Yes. Okay. And so the South African market? South African market, I think we keep on developing because that's a wonderful thing about HR technology. 
it's going to keep on developing like we've got very dynamic it's very yes. dynamic and you've Always. got something like chat gpt and everything right. that's coming in and looking forward to starting to incorporate that into the programs and so on so there's always something that's exciting that's happening and developing and looking at that developments and starting to bring that into the system slowly yeah. Yeah, so a traditional HR department will not have three HR tech people traditionally employed. We have three HR tech people sure. in the HR department, which is Lindsay is one of them, working on HR tech full time. Sure. It's replacing so many admin because HR shouldn't be an admin function. It should be a strategic business function, which we hope we are and that we are striving to become even more. But the system allows you to become that. And manage your most important asset. Yeah. Absolutely. Focus yeah. on the right thing then, yes. Absolutely. Lindsay, Marie, thank you so much. This is a, I'm sitting here and I, I want to summarize this. I'm, I'm proudly South African. Yeah. <laughs> I'm proudly South African. Well done. It's, it's, it's fantastic to hear the innovation, not only that's making impact here, it's, that it's making global uh, uh, impact. So well done. And I hope uh, you nail it in the UK next year. Thank you, Thank Joel. you so much. Thanks for having us. Pleasure. Thank Privilege. you. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe and leave a review. And follow us on social media at bizbizcrush. Biz,